This is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Willenhouse, and this week, how to be more satisfied at work. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome to Anatomy of Success, where each week we discuss topics relevant to what I call my four tenets of equanimity, better health, healthy relationships, healthy intimate relationships, and more satisfying work. We focus on those four areas, which obviously includes a broad category of things. We move in the direction of being actionable every day about things we can do to increase happiness and life satisfaction. And they do improve exponentially. I know I've done it for decades. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and then also subscribe to our audio podcast if you prefer. And then swing over to weatherology.com, grab the Weatherology mobile app. You'll find me under About Us at the top of that page. You can follow along and I invite you to on our social media app assets. Let's face it, sometimes our job just sucks. It's that plain and simple. Many people are anchored to occupations that fail to stimulate their curiosity. They work with people that lack leadership and neglect to appreciate people. They have colleagues that constantly attempt to undermine their efforts to succeed. A lot of people in corporate environments do the dance that helps preserve their perception of stability and prevents other people from achieving their ambitions. This perpetual trap is exhausting and creates a myriad of emotional limitations. I've had the good fortune of being self-employed as my business has been around for almost 40 years. I started my company early and created a remarkable life based on the freedom, financial flexibility I desired for myself and for those people I work with. And I argue that essential combination will make life much more satisfying. Now, unfortunately, many people aren't as lucky. It's easy to get stuck in a job we dislike because the risk of moving on seems overwhelming. We get comfortable, and so we make concessions to appease our discontent in the name of security. The irony is that our perception of security is often based on the idea that our present job is secure. Not so, as we've seen over the past several years. Most businesses have no inhibitions about letting people go if it serves their bottom line. So, how do we make work more satisfying or discover new opportunities that are more conducive to our sense of professional ebullience? Here are seven ways we can create happiness in our work. Assess and address. Once work starts to become an inconvenience and something that demands too much time and energy, we start to drift in the direction of feeling resentful and angry. Top performers often take on more responsibility and receive little reward for their efforts. Once this imbalance tilts in the direction of diminishing quality of life, stress and anxiety dominate. And it can be difficult, but we need to have candid conversations with people in leadership to address our dissatisfaction. If leadership is receptive, we can make progress. If not, we're working at the wrong organization. And I hate to tell you that. Meaningless and mundane. When work starts to feel meaningless and mundane, we have some big decisions to make. Are we going to get serious about stretching our true potential or be content doing something we dislike just to pay the bills? Very few people want to do the innocuous work that's required in the beginning to gain experience. And a lot of young people are attracted to social media because they believe they can avoid the hard work of success by becoming famous first. Fast tracks to success seldom pay. 
We need to do the unpleasant things that awaken our ambition so we can find more meaning in the work that we do. Mastery and patience. It's difficult to get paid well until we develop the skills required to earn a remarkable living. The good news, we don't need anybody's permission to do that. We can make that happen. We can decide anytime to invest the time, effort, energy into becoming proficient in some area of expertise. Then it's creative, hard work, ambition, drive, determination, all those things that we resolve to do that differentiate us from the crowd. We live in a world enamored with shortcuts. Everyone wants to get there quick. That mentality and long-term work satisfaction are highly incompatible. Appraisal and attitude. Now, many people are dishonest about the origin of their discontent. It's easy to blame work and everybody around us when we are responsible for the bad attitude that's maybe affecting our work and maybe our relationships. We need to be honest with ourselves. Is our job making us miserable because of poor attitude or are the people around us really that bad? Is the work really that dissatisfying or are we just not applying ourselves to do good work? If we are starting to seem benign, it's time to reappraise our attitude and identify the real source of our unhappiness. Fear and uncertainty. Many people are crippled by fear, which prevents them from moving forward. Once we can truly identify that our job is the source of our dissatisfaction, we can have some difficult choices that we need to make and work through. However, fear and uncertainty complicate that process. Once we decide it's time for a big move, we need support and a concrete plan. We also need boldness and conviction to make that a reality. The unavoidable. Most people want a better life, more satisfying work, and more money. However, most people are unwilling to make the supreme sacrifices necessary to make that happen. We need to walk away from a high-paying job if necessary, start from scratch, pursuing something more aligned with our purpose. We may make less money. It may take many years to create a new career, but the long-term implications are severe enough to justify that decision. Excellence and professional satisfaction, it's going to take time, patience, effort, but it inspires our soul. Time and money. How much money do we really need to create a quality of life that offers us unlimited free time so we can focus on what matters most? That's up to you. When people get trapped in buying big houses, fancy cars, expensive boats, the pressure to earn more to sustain that lifestyle gets insurmountable. We need to reevaluate our relationship with time and money and decide how much is enough. Once we break away from societal pressure to perform along with everybody else in the conformists out there, we liberate ourselves to create a remarkable quality of life based on our priorities and our values. Glad you joined us this week. Let's get serious about success, defining it for ourselves, and creating the financial freedom, flexibility we all desire for ourselves. I'm Steve Willenhouse, and this has been Anatomy of Success. Come back next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.